This is the Asade Podcast Channel. Audio pills to get inspired. I'm Richard Straub. I'm president of the European Drugger Society and we are running the annual Global Peter Drucker Forum. My background is many, many years in IBM, so I'm coming from the business and I started this venture with the, with the Drucker Forum in 2009 at the centenary for Peter Drucker. The challenges of management education are really to prepare people for a world which has dramatically changed. Uh, I think this is one of the things that everybody sees and it's continuing to change at a very fast pace. So uh, to, uh, to have an education which wouldn't help people uh, to adapt uh, to things that are not yet well-defined, to, to react in, in new ways, to innovate all the time uh, is, is something uh, which, uh, uh, which may not bring uh, the right leaders in place and uh, therefore I think uh, management, education development and research has a huge challenge there. I think institutions who are based on, uh, let's say, fundamental human values who have a tradition, who are not just trying to impart skills um, that are instrumental, because that's the danger in management, that somebody says, well, how do we do this? And we equip people with good skills to create uh, a new company, to, to have a profit, uh, to maximize uh, shareholder value and things like that. This is what I would call the instrumental part. But what's often missing is the foundation. Uh, why are we doing this? What are our values? And I think institutions uh, like uh, ESADE have really something to bring to bear in this arena. Uh, Peter Drucker never looked at management as a pure technique, right? Uh, some people call management, uh, it's a social technology, right? Uh, Peter Drucker always looked at management in the context of society. And he even said management is a vital role for society because the quality of the managers and leaders uh, is decisive if the society can function. So he, he never saw it as something besides, so to speak. He has a business and people run a business. No, management is everywhere. Management is in public institutions, man management is in NGOs, management is in hospitals, where, wherever you look you need to perform, you need to achieve something, and that's about management. And this is the way how Peter Drucker looked at it in this bigger context. I think it's important in Europe because um, currently there are uh, big trends, I would say, even in major geographic regions that you can observe. For sure in the US uh, there is this um, this trend which has reinforced itself uh, during the last decade about putting shareholder value first. And we know all this is man-made, it's not God-given, right? It has evolved based on many different things from Milton Friedman to, to Meckling and Jensen, the ideas of agent principle, uh, all, all this is well known and worked through. In the US it is clear that this philosophy uh, which puts um, the shareholder and the short-term results first uh, has, 
has won. And I think there is more to be discussed. And Europe is coming from a different perspective. So ideally, I would see the strength of Europe to bring back in this global debate uh, the human side of it, not in, a, you know, not in a fight with other philosophies, but really making a contribution which is original to Europe, based on our uh, you know, long civilization, our, our millennia, in a way, of philosophy, of uh, our understanding of, of, of many disciplines that have evolved in Europe originally. I think management needs to be broadened now in this sense and needs to be taken out of a silo which makes it a pure instrument to maximize some economic results. P Peter Drucker has talked in 1985 in his book Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Uh, his last chapter deals with the entrepreneurial society. And um, he, he already saw something happening where the traditional way how people work for companies is changing. And where more and more the question will be, um, do I run my own company? And if I don't run my own company, am I responsible more and more for my own career? Am I responsible for my portfolio of work? Because somebody who runs a portfolio of activities is already in some way has an entrepreneurial task. And so he saw this shift happening, uh, which is a, a major shift of the whole social contract as well. Because large corporations have begun outsourcing activities, they employ more and more contractors, so there's a huge shift happening that he already anticipated in this, uh, in this early book of innovation and entrepreneurship. And uh, he also, I think he clearly saw, and that's also what, what we can observe today, uh, that innovation is, is not just a function that you establish in a company as, a, as other functions, like finance and, and, and uh, like marketing, right? Innovation is, in a way, uh, must be deeply embedded in companies. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost, you can say, it's, a, it's about the culture. Uh, in, in a world which is changing so fast, you need innovation everywhere. You, you need to improve existing activities and you need to have breakthroughs into new ones. And that means this idea of, even in large companies, ensuring, in large organizations I should say, because it's not just about companies, ensuring that um, the entrepreneurial spirit remains and innovation can happen is essential. And that was part of this idea of the entrepreneurial society. Uh, well, the, I, I think there, there are quite, quite a number, but if I look from, from this perspective of management, right, and what, where, where does management have an, have an impact, I think uh, one of these huge areas uh, where we, we try to figure out in which direction things are moving and how we can shape it is of course the future of work, right? Everything around the future of work and the future of work is not just about how we organize work, it's about how we, what is happening with technology. Um, Peter Drucker was very interested in this new type of work which came up only last, in the last century on a broad basis which is called knowledge work. Knowledge work in the 18th century 
was a minimum. There were few people. Most people had physical work, right? And all of a sudden, we see an explosion of knowledge work in the organization and institution. And now we have a situation where we see um, digital technology encroaching into the domain of knowledge work. What does it mean? How will artificial intelligence possibly uh, impact the work that people currently do? So this is uh, one of, of these big themes. Beside this other theme of, you know, this reorganization of work based on maybe not employment anymore, not no more the employee society, but something new. So that's one, one certainly one of the big uh, challenges uh, that uh, that we we see coming. If we if we look at business education, because business education and management development, of course, is a big subject in a in a world which is changing fast. Uh, there, I think the challenge is: can we? maintain a paradigm that has been created last century where management is being viewed as a scientific discipline, right? As a science. So we are, we are using the scientific approach to, to management. And Peter Drucker had already interesting input to this because he said, no, no, uh, management isn't a, a science. There are scientific components but there is much of a liberal arts. There are all sorts of, of disciplines that play a role. If you don't understand history, you cannot make good decisions in certain situations. If you don't know anything about psychology, you don't understand people. If you have really global organization and you don't understand anything about anthropology, you may be in troubles because you, you, cannot, you cannot cover this complexity just by, by using your economic rational approach. So that means there is a huge challenge of changing the whole way how we look at management, not as a science, but something which includes many more disciplines and which needs to be open to other disciplines. And that's a big change. But coming back to Isade, I think you are very well placed for that. You are very well placed and this will be the decisive factor in the future. Yeah, everybody will have some education on technology, on finance, on marketing, etc. But what keeps it all together is the humanities. And, and this will be, in my opinion, and this is based on Peter Drucker thinking, I believe this is one of the big challenges of the future for management, education, development. Yes, because I think the, uh, uh, one of the um, myths today is that you hear all the time Everything is changing all the time. Everything is, you know, we have a permanent revolution. And it's not true. It's just not true. You have a significant part of what's happening in our society, in our families, etc., is continuous. But then there are things that are changing. And it would be terrible if everything changed. How, how can you change the values that you are based on? You cannot change them all the time. You need something which uh, which has continuity. You need to learn from the past, which means continuity. You're learning something and you're taking it forward. So I, I, I think that's one of the, the wisdoms, not just from Peter Drucker, but many thinkers, uh, who says, don't believe that everything must change. It's dangerous even. Because if, if, if Amazon, to take an, an, ex, an example, a real-life example, if Amazon succeeds to revolutionize the whole distribution sector, 
in the short term, I'm not sure what it will do in the long term. Because it's infrastructures that you need for a human environment. Do you want everything delivered by a van? Or do you want to have a proximity infrastructure where people who, who grow older, we are an aging society, have a need uh, to go there, uh, to, to walk around, to, to meet somebody, to have this so-called small talk. So these models are sometimes um, are, can be quite, quite problematic. And I think the danger is currently that we have people who have the perspective and the wisdom to look beyond this short-term hype that is happening. And, and who don't just look, I mean, people are now, uh, and I, I took the example of Amazon, I could take others, but it's a, a very drastic example, where people just because they save a few, a few euro here and there, uh, if they think about, we are losing our infrastructure of local shops, what does this mean in the long term? Then they would take a different perspective. Thanks for listening. Isade, inspiring futures. Mm-hmm.